All right, we are live, podcast number three, the Real Quick Podcast. We are with number sixth-ranked heavyweight UFC fighter Mark Hunt. More importantly, my friend Mark Hunt. Welcome to the podcast. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on the show. Number sixth uh, eating championship in the world. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Indulging in the uh, Thai cuisine right now, I I suppose. Yeah, it's been nice. I just had dinner. It was really nice. Thai food is, uh, you know, up there with the best. I love it. So I was going to ask you, so you've been to Phuket a few times. Um, what is it about Phuket that you think is the most unique and the most different and what you like and don't like? More so what you like about this this island and this country the most. Oh, well, Thailand, you know, um, for me, I have I started as a, as a Muay Thai fighter and, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, Jim Kulaban and blood sport. We started and, you know, you know <laughs> coming to what? Told, uh, told you. Anyway, sorry. You know, coming to Thailand and uh, doing the, the the Muay Thai camps and everything. There's a good culture out here. There's a good culture like uh, here in Thailand on the island where everyone just goes training at your place. You know, at uh, Tiger Road. There's there's a culture of fighting that Thailand has. Their 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 number one sport is Muay Thai. So yeah, that's what I love about this country and the people here are so nice. I love I love Thais. My brother-in-law's Thai. So <laughs> yeah, I always tell people that because like they don't understand that this island is very special. Like it's a well, this country is a fight country, like you said, but this island is a hotbed of just fighters, fight enthusiasts, fitness enthusiasts, just alpha, yeah, yeah. the alpha demographic, right? Yeah. So everywhere you go, you got fighters, you got people that are you know trying to be in shape and and work hard, CrossFit, everything else. So it's kind of a unique place, you know, and and, and that's what people don't see until they see these videos that we do. It's great for me, you know, uh, putting on after my last fight. I'm always putting on weight because so I have to lose my fat ass and, and get into training all the time. So <laughs> I always, like, I've put on, like, 20 kilos since the fight. And um, Thailand's a good place to lose weight. I've already lost four kilos just being here. And I just started training a couple of days ago and um, um, already lost four kilos. So, you know, um, my fat ass is getting in shape. I want to make 110 for my next fight. And, and the only reason I'm not training at your place is because you guys train too hard. <laughs> You're getting on that airline. You're getting on that airline. <laughs> yeah, we no. got a date on that thing. Don't forget. Well, you and I have a date, but um, on on not with the fighters class. Yeah. You, you and I have a date. Yeah. Well, not dinner. All right, you have a date with, with uh, me, and, me and Mark. Kind of spent a lot of hours on the old airdyne bike together. Mm. It was for the record, though. I've done it one time for six minutes. So. And you're gonna be doing it more for your fight, you know. Once we get like a hundred thousand subscribers, only fifty thousand, only fifty thousand. We'll just make it a hundred. So we get a hundred thousand or fifty thousand for him being choked out. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, sorry, is it? It's one thousand for me to get choked out. I'll choke okay. him out in a thousand. I'll check him out for free. <laughs> just maybe, maybe by the end well, of this podcast, depending on what he says. So hey, no, I'll tell you what. Guy. You pick if if we get five thousand subscribers, you you pick something that happens. It doesn't have to be toward me. Well, look, you it's just in, you just helped me out today with, with the let with, with the, what I heard earlier. You know, you know. Well, I'm chatting. Yeah. I mean, Hang on, wait. Where's my phone? I think Justin Bieber just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, no. That was uh, it was actually the. Oh no, don't worry about it. Wow. Uh, that's, <laughs> sorry, that's, it's an inside. I had to do it, man. I was sorry for the podcast. <sighs> just don't get that, but it's really funny. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so, <laughs> so what? you wouldn't know. You gotta be there. One thousand subscribers, and we will choke. I will choke Mark out live on this Facebook. Mark, not me. Not this him. Mark. No, of course not. And uh, with a C on uh, oh on the podcast back. as well. <laughs> and fifty thousand subscribers on. And we're talking about YouTube, guys. Uh, we will put him in a Muay Thai fight in Bangalore Stadium. Yes. And what's good to note about that is he has never trained. He has never fought. He's been my friend for twenty-one years, and couldn't be more opposite as far as the training goes. 
And smoking. I don't smoke. Jesus. And you, you drink a little bit more than I do as well. But uh, just ninety like percent. I don't drink Smirnoff Ice. Okay. Well, yeah, it's my drink. Buddy. You drink that black cocktail? <sighs> Was it your drink or not? You know, we've had we that were... one podcast. This is our third episode. We haven't mentioned the name yet. So oh, you're, sorry. You're, no, no, it's good. You're Did I first. just jump on something? Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm... You're the first to break sorry. the news that that bottle that everyone keeps seeing on our you're the podcast only one to get is excited legitimately about called Black Cock. That's, le- <laughs> that's legitimate. I just, I just saw this. It says, Do you want to try some Black Cock? you got to no. be careful with the Black Cock, though, Mark. I'm telling you, it's very, very strong. Yeah. It'll hurt your throat. Yeah, yeah, it's really, right. you is it a vodka? You know, I might just, because I have to drive, so I might just... And like, don't drink and drive. It's all about safety, guys. You know, I don't want to break the rules hold, here in Thailand. You know, if you break the rules in Thailand, especially if you don't wear a helmet, you're getting in trouble. Man. Let me, let you're me getting in serious. Wear a helmet shit. when you have the black cock. Yes. <laughs> and I will say, speaking on the drinking and driving, uh, we have someone here on the panel who has drink and drive in Thailand, and I, I want to be educational uh, for the people at home that are coming to Thailand because we got a lot of tourists that are coming in here, <laughs> and they need to know the rules and regulations of what they can and what they can't do. And I think, Mark, this would be a great time to describe your, uh, your instance with the law when I was in fight camp, which ultimately cost me to lose my fight. My, <laughs> my very last UFC fight, my last hurrah, built the gym. I wanted to get out there one more time. You're going to blame me for losing your last fight. I wanted to go out there one more time and have one great fight. And Mark decided to drink and drive. And decided I to, to. I had to go bail him out for 20 days straight somehow. Oh, wow. 20 days? Oh, he calls me at like 3 a.m. the night before training. He's like, man, I'm at a military checkpoint. And I'm like, you said you weren't going to drink. And, of course, he's doing the old, like, you know, the drunk people that are pretending not to be drunk kind of talk. Yeah, yeah. You know they're drunk, but they're pretending well, like they're not. set the scene. Hold on. It's Songkran, the biggest festival in Thailand. That's the water one, right? Yeah. 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 Everybody okay. shoots. Everybody with water guns, whatever. But everybody drinks. Some drive. I did both. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> so I get the call like 3 a.m. So I'm going to the checkpoint. Then he calls me says he's at the police station. So I go to the police station. He's sitting in the police station. I feel like a parent. He's just sitting there all quiet. And unfortunately for him, there was this British guy there because I brought some money to like bail him out, do whatever we have to do as far as getting him out of jail. And uh, there was a British guy there who was being really uh, offensive to the police officers. And at the point he decided to throw a credit card at the cop's head, that was pretty much not, no, me, not the Mark, British guy. Not Mark, the, the British, British guy. I don't have a credit card. Shit hit the fan, and by shit hit the fan, I mean the shit hit the fan. That's not the place you want to be as a Thai police station when a man <laughs> lobs a credit card at a police officer. <laughs> so they grabbed Mark and the British guy just because he was just there and threw him up in the cell, and it's like an open air cell. It is, uh, I mean, no bigger than this room, and there's 20 people in there, and uh, there's a wow. hole, a hole in the ground, which is the toilet. And that's the only spot next to there that's available because all these ties and all the foreigners are sleeping in jail. So it's like 3, 4 in the morning, like Mike said. So uh, well, I, I get, walked up there trying to get him out all the way until yeah. they shut the thing. And then it became like locked up abroad. I asked the guy, he's like, there's nothing you can do. I was like, all right. So I went home, went back to bed. Yeah, so, so like, a, you know, to picture it's it's open <laughs> in Thailand, no air, no air conditioning, no fan, no wow. nothing. And uh, like I said, that hole in the ground with a bucket of water next to it. So I sit next to that thinking, I'm looking at that clock. I'm like, I'll be... 20 minutes, Michael, get me out. Hmm. You know, then it's four, five, six. <laughs> 20 minutes. You start, there's nothing to do. So I'm counting rats, roaches, you know. And um, I never got bailed out by Mike, which uh, worked out, was great. Well, I was he, there. Said, he said come back the next day, which happened to be a holiday, because he decided to drink and drive on Sankran. Don't ever do that. Don't. Yeah. And don't ever go to jail. And Th- so finally Thai had- jail absolutely sucks, man. Wow. There was... Um, this kid was probably 18, 19. He just stands up in the middle of the room and starts. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Well, I, I, saw, I, actually saw, I actually saw that in a movie. That's really good. 
funny, funny you say that. <laughs> but um, no, so um, the guy who ran the the jail cell, I guess that the one main big uh, Moroccan guy was like, "Hey, go take that to the bathroom," you know. And I'm like, "Whoa, you know, <laughs> I'm the bathroom pretty much." So this dude just comes and so you know I got to take his little spot, and he finishes and he brings the black hawk over. I'm just like, well, that's, <laughs> I said he was Moroccan. Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> But um, <laughs> that's close enough, right? Yeah, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we had liquor on. No. So well, I guess let's fast forward to about 9 a.m. And uh, I'm still waiting to get bailed out. It's not, of course, I'm not sleeping at all. And um, they come, they take half of us to Bangkok and half of us stay here. Now, if you go to Bangkok, you're completely fucked. I mean, it's, it's hmm. I mean, you're, you're just fucked. So uh, there's about now, I guess, 10 of us in this cell. And that that guy that was hanging out with himself earlier um started getting beaten up and they made him clean the floor with his shirt and all that and is this i've really? never figured out if this is a friend story or not a friend story but one of those like this other guy or was this you no it wouldn't be you for sure i've never had my ass kicked all right i'm just saying all right go ahead continue remember that continue yeah. no so um yeah, so uh that's such a bad story um so, you know, I see a rag on the ground because now that guy that was, you know, the, the head guy that running the place. The Moroccan was, guy. He yeah. was a big dude. I saw him before. He was I a left. big dude. And when uh, I went home, I was thinking, like, that's the guy that's going to fuck me. Or Alistair. Like, I was thinking <laughs> in my head. I, I kind of pictured the guys in the room, and I'm like, Mark's all right. He's taller than most of them. They'll probably give him credit. But that dude right there, he's, <laughs> he's the fucking Mark's fuck Mark. Yeah, when I got home. So that's I why you didn't come get me. Huh? <laughs> I was, I, my hands were tied, buddy. Uh, so were mine. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm trying to help out now. You know, you do the grab the rag with your foot and try to help clean because now everybody's doing it but i don't i don't want to be that bitch that starts getting his ass kicked <laughs> so he walks over to me and he's like uh, hey man you know don't worry about it uh we've got a bitch to do that i'm like fuck thank god it's not me you know and uh he brings the guy over by his neck and he's like do you want to punch him i'm like no i don't you know? <laughs> so i'm like fuck man i'm like come on mike come get me man i'm like shit so they serve us breakfast which is six day old eggs with nine day old rice which was delicious you got something. I'm sitting there eating it. No, we have one bottle of water to split between us nine or ten that are in there. And uh, so that was lovely. So that Moroccan comes over to me and he's like, hey, you going to eat that? I'm like, well, fuck. You know, because I, I if I give it to him now, I have to give it to him. I'm supposed to be there for three days. That's how long the festival is. So uh, he goes, uh, man, don't eat that shit. He pulls out his cell phone and orders KFC delivered. Bullshit. Can't make this shit up. I was no like, way. He goes, you want some KFC? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, yeah, you know. So, where's, where's the show? <laughs> <laughs> the Hilton. No, so um, you know, I was like, hey man, uh, I see you have a cell phone from 1996 when you first got in there, and I was like, uh, can, you know, how do I get my phone? You know. So I I went to the guard and I was like, somebody may or may not have a phone in here. How do I go about getting one of these? I'm not gonna call the dude out, you know. And he's like, what do you have to trade? I was like, take anything, you know. He's like, you have cigarettes? I was like, I do. So he got my cigarettes, walked them over to the Moroccan guy, gave them to him. He comes straight to me, hands me my own cigarette. He goes, you want one? <laughs> I was like, well, fuck, they're mine. But no, because I'm scared. I just want to go home. You know, I don't want to deal with any of this shit. So I have my cell phone now. I call Mike. And it was like snotty bubbles. I wasn't his nose fucking he was crying. so scared. You can't cry in jail. Yeah, well, you were. <laughs> they were asking me. They were asking me, like, oh, you do Muay Thai? Because you know, I assume they see the athletic, ridiculous body. <laughs> and I'm like, no. You know, I was like, don't need to, you know. So nobody, nobody fucked with me. Fast forward again, another, make this story a little shorter, 
Mike finally comes and gets me in that during training practice when I should have been training for my fight, yeah. which is why I lost. But 41 weeks out before your fight. 41 weeks? No, it was You fought Joe. <laughs> it was three months. I, I do 12 weeks. No, no, you fought. You and fought. they kept telling me to come at exactly training time to get you UFC, out. No, UFC 189 was like July 29th. God, he's good with This dates. is this April is 13th. <laughs> April 13th. That's where I'm going to get buried, yeah. yeah. It was like 12 weeks. You beat Silva in November of 2015. Good work, huh? Yeah. You're welcome. Google it. <laughs> I remember because I got so deported. So I got him out. So. Anyway, him no, out. no. So he walks up to the uh, jail cell and he's like, you know, I'm like saying bye to these guys because, you know. They're like friends. He's well, you got to make me to all these guys. It's pretty crazy. Actually. How fast we become friends. Yeah. Pretty fast. He makes yeah. friends pretty well. And I don't know what <laughs> he did about to earn it, but he was definitely friends with these <laughs> well, guys. Well, he did something real good. Yeah, so he you was, know, introduced me to the Black Hawk. I mean, he was pretty popular. Well, you are obsessed with Black Hawk. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just fucking. You're like a Kardashian. What? Who? No, I'm just. That's a Black Hawk joke, Mike. I get it. So, uh, anyway, long story short, Mike bails me out and takes me to McDonald's. The end. So, thank you, buddy. Yeah. But I didn't ruin your fucking fight. And you did, well, you don't, nobody I does a four-month fight camp. And I would have had those days to practice my takedown defense. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm just going to go with the fact you made me lose. So, long story short, guys, if you come to Thailand, don't drink and drive. Yeah. They don't fuck around. And if you go to jail, it's don't not take a pretty drugs. place. Well, so don't take drugs. They'll fuck you up. And I was on probation for a year. How the hell? Who gets on probation in Thailand? So Brandy. don't be like Mark. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much yeah. just don't be like Mark. Avoid that. Yeah. I'm surprised you're, you're sitting here. <clears throat> wow. So back so back to Mark here with a kid. <laughs> oh, the good so one. Let me let me ask you a question, Mike. Uh-huh. What was the shortest time you've had a fight? You've taken a fight on? Uh, on notice? Yeah, notice. Three years. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> no, seriously. He thinks I fight. He thinks I fight less than the Olympics. Less than the Olympics. Seriously. Because I've had 15 fights in 11 year career in the UFC. <laughs> Do the math. Oh, I shit. One every nine months. Dude, I'm, I'm not in a rush sometimes. <laughs> you can't be, but I you, mean, you probably were pregnant. I'm the time. most injured fighter in <laughs> oh, UFC fuck. history. Between me and Josh Thompson, I'm the most injured fighter in UFC mm-hmm. history. I probably missed more fights in UFC than I fought. I, I just train hard and get injured, you know. But uh, I, I would say... Put that in the action figure. Are you talking about like UFC or are you talking about like a- little a- fights? Any fights. Any fights I mean, like taking? a week or two weeks in the lower level shows. Okay, so two, two weeks, three weeks? Yeah, like a week, two weeks, I think. Oh, nice. Probably two weeks, I'd say. It's probably the, the, the were you in training or were you just... Training? Yeah, at that time I was training, but also working three jobs. You know, you got to... Oh, fuck. You know how it was back in the day. It wasn't like fighting as a career. It was yeah, like there was a no hobby. Yeah. So we had to like... Uh, <laughs> so so obviously you've been around since... Man, I, I was... I'm not trying to make you feel old, but I was, no, wa- I was watching I'm, you when I was coming up, man. So you, you've been there since the beginning yeah, in right. Japan. I am old. I and, am... And, and defeating all these people. And you've done everything there is to do. I mean, you know, you've had the video games, the action figures, the... Well, I haven't been in Thai jail and watching someone whack off in front no. of me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the best. I didn't watch well, That's why you're here. Yeah, then like, was he like this or was he like that? Or which way was he doing it? He'll tell you. Well, he I knows. didn't watch him. I've heard no, he was right there. How could you not watch him? He, he's right in front of everyone. Was he going under his leg or was he double pumping it or what... Uh, how was he doing? I don't How understand. Was he punching the clown is what he's trying to say there. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, a lot of people go, they get a, you know, rope around their neck or a belt and they tie it to the door. He didn't David carry it himself. That's I don't no think. I think well, he was. Well, I mean, you know. Autoerotic asphyxiation. How was he doing? Was he doing underhanded or was he doing overhand or left-handed, right-handed? The There's a technique. I don't know, man. You were right there, homie. You seen that shit. I'm right not there. watching. There's other shit going on. Oh. Uh, if someone starts whacking in front of the whole room, everyone's every no, every I'm, motherfucker's that's watching the that sad guy. Thing. Hey, and, and this everybody's watching this guy. Like that was like yeah, that was, yeah. 
No, I was watching my asshole. I'm not watching that. <laughs> so he's waking off, and everyone's creeping around you. This guy, yeah. fuck. I didn't see. I, I, I was jacking off too. I didn't see him. You know. <laughs> so there was two of you yeah. jacking. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Like this, crazy. You know how it gets. We're gonna keep digging up more of this story every time. Jesus. I didn't. Have, have you seen that movie? It's like that movie. What's that movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Titanic. No, no, fuck Titanic. The guy runs. <laughs> Thailand, Titanic. No, the guy's walking past and he's whacking off. You know when he takes all those, 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 those dope, the dope and shit, and he's a, uh, oh, the Wolf Basketball of Wall Street. Diaries? The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So he's walking past and he's, and he's at a party, right? And this guy's just whacking off. You seen that? Was it yeah. like that? I read the book though. It wasn't okay. in there. <laughs> Sorry, you I can never read a book. No. <laughs> Get out of here. So I got to ask you about something. So okay, so like I said, you know, you've done a lot in your career. I haven't done a quarter of what you've done. I mean. I, but one of the highlights of my career, I, I should say, was uh, getting an action figure. Like that was to me, growing up as a kid, that was one of the coolest things ever to have an action figure. It's and a doll. Made it. It's an action figure. Right. But I have to ask you, since I have you in studio here live, what the fuck is this? And who did this? <laughs> who did this to you, Mark? Please, <laughs> please, please tell me. <laughs> Man, you know what, man? <laughs> Tell me what this is. This is someone should. This and who is, did this? Man, you know, I, Hold on, dude. Look, you know what? Fuck, man. I, that's a perfect resemblance, <laughs> man. I, you know, when I saw this shit, that's some bullshit, man. What is At it? Least, is it know, anatomically it, correct? Now, let me say something. No, what is it? No, what is it? This is an action figure. Because this, no, guy, no, no, this listen, figure listen, is ready for action. That, that's There's like no a doubt sixth, about that. No, it's look, looking for some Barbies. And not shrimps on the Barbies. It's got removable hands. So it's got replaceable hands. You know, it should be a replaceable. <laughs> yeah, that's a very little censorship spot. You know what yeah, I'm They didn't give you much credit. Yeah, why does it have a light switch on there? What's that for? <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. It's some, you know, I don't even made this. You know, like I said, I got my manager onto them, and they, they just cease making this shit. <laughs> that's a bullshit, so We man. shouldn't be bringing it back. I'm sorry. Hey, I don't see, care. I don't give a fuck. How many do you have? I to be honest, I don't care, man. No, it Mark, doesn't matter. Mark, I got about... Mark wanted one of these, so we were... This was... The, the lead into this was to get one for him, because... He wanted one. <laughs> I don't know. Man, I don't know. About yeah, can you give me a deal? <laughs> That's the best day. He's got, I've got bitch tits and I've got a freaking small dick. This is rubbish, man. So oh. who, well, who none of it actually. The bitch tits might be a bit true, but the, everything else isn't true. I, I got uh, no tattoos either. Yeah, see, that's, that's, you, that's not me. Seventeen. It isn't me though, because it's got no tattoos. So who's responsible for doing this? Who did well, this to you? Whoever has done this is not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I know you're behind this. You and that tight guy, they're whacking off. With Jesus Christ. All right, we'll put it away. We'll get you to sign it later, though, for you sure. You can actually leave it here. That's, that's, I love that. I don't care. Set it up here a, for the rest of the yeah. podcast. That's, <laughs> that's some wow. funny shit, man. I had when to I ask saw you, that, Mark, I was like, I had to ask you that's buddy. some bullshit, yeah. man. You know, we spent, we spent four good dollars to get that printed, so yeah. enjoy. Four good oh, calls. I was like, man, fuck. Yeah, that, that doll was, um, you know, there's a few other... Well, it would have cost more to but print. You know but what, man? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> give a shit. Man. Were so small. <laughs> yeah, the God, they didn't give you any credit in that, man. I was pissed oh, off. What did they retail but for? But you got for the record. I don't know, man. Like I said, I got my manager onto them to sue their monkey asses. <laughs> Stop making their shit unless you pay your shit. So you know. So if they had to redo it again, what would it cost? What would you want them to charge? I have no idea. Well, you know, I'm, if if they're charging shit, I'm getting a cut of it, whatever it is. I made this name. They should pay for it. That's right. Hey, you, amen to that. Hundred percent, dude. At least you got some legitimate. If you get a hundred thousand subscribers, I'm buying one of those. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> then you're gonna get. They're gonna get sued now. They're not gonna be able to make any more. So. I don't care. Well, Elizabeth is man. I'll buy the real thing then. You can't buy me, man. Look at this guy. You just said you'll you take know, a cut for a doll. If no, I give no, you real no, good No, no, no. Listen, I, I, you can't pay me for anything. I'm not taking shit. I'm not taking. So you won't take my money, but you'll. 
Let me have your You wager. got my money. Four ways to money. I'm joking. Fuck. No, <laughs> you're right. I'm, I'm joking. Well I'm joking. played. No, you're fucking... Look what <laughs> I live with. No, nah, seriously, you can't, you can't buy me. Sorry. I'm not uh, not for sale. Shh. Yes, all right. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so tell, so tell us a story that we don't know, Mark. Tell us tell us something that nobody knows that's not too crazy. Uh, well, there's not really... I'm not really that interesting. I'm, I read your book. I'm the oldest... stories. Well, you just not often not in the book, but <laughs> <laughs> tell us one of those. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. Um, I'm the oldest fighter at uh, competing in the UFC. I'm 43, been fighting uh, 27 years, 20 years as a pro. Yeah, Got my first work contract in the in the in the K1 in the K1 after winning the world title, the first go. So you know, um, probably what people don't know about me uh, is it in the, I I used to drink and smoke like you, Mark. Get into a hell of a Am I the only guy that drinks and smokes? Wow. Y'all look at me like I'm a piece of shit. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You're fuck. the only guy that's seen someone whack up in a Thai jail. I'm not out kicking that's puppies sick. or punching babies. I'm yeah. fucking smoking a cigarette. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. I, I, Stupid okay. American. I know. So I you apologize. started out like Mark. Hey man, you but said you that. I didn't, say, I didn't say nothing, man. You started out like Mark, but you changed your life for the better <sighs> and made something Fuckers. of yourself, is what you're basically. Well, basically, what I, for me, I, I use. <laughs> I used the gift that God gave me. I felt the, I think fighting is my gift, Absolutely. and I've used that to change my life. That's the difference. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying you're a bad person. I don't know you that well, but uh, he just doesn't have that right. At least hand. I've seen mm -hmm. someone whack off in a Thai jail, and I've never seen that shit before. You sure like to talk about it though. No, but it's true. That's pretty <laughs> some dope shit. Is like Whoa. I know a few cops. I can get you in there tonight if you want to. We'll only, go to a strip only, club. Only you can go to jail. Only if that Moroccan guy had the camera still there, so you know I think the Moroccan guy was scary as fuck. He was in there for five years for counterfeiting money, and he was getting out the same day as me. And he caught up KFC. Wow. Yeah, twice. That's Actually, my kind twice. of jail. That's my kind of jail for sure. Yeah, it was, and they deliver. I know. <laughs> when I was in jail, I didn't get to go to no KFC. What the fuck? Couldn't. Well, now I know some so things. Pluses and minuses of Thailand. You know. Yeah. The jail sucks. Food's yeah. decent. No AC. No yeah. water. No chance of getting out. But they got KFC. KFC. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what that matters. It's KFC's. Oh, Boston, that's it. Good food, shitty sex. So you had... <laughs> so, so you had had the rough start, obviously. We re I read your book, and, and it yeah, was yeah. a rough start for you and, you, and you climbed out of that, got into kickboxing, and then kind of ventured from kickboxing, K1, Japan, and then moved into MMA. Yeah. Um, I was fighting in Japan, like where Amir is now with you guys are. <clears throat> and um, I was fighting in, in Japan for a while, you know, um, pride... Um, dream probably don't know about that one so yeah I was fighting in that competition for a while and it was a different sport that's all this you know MMA was a different sport to me I thought you know I was the best fighter in the world once that is stand up kickboxing but um, yeah, to be honest I didn't really train that much sorry guys that I fought and beaten <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no disrespect hey, I no think disrespect guys knocked out, but I didn't train for those fights <laughs> but a lot of those fights I, <laughs> wow. a lot of those fights I was in the Taija watching this guy whack off and uh, <laughs> no a lot. Oh, no. Jesus. Anyway, so yeah. I'm never going to let that one go, huh? <laughs> Hang on. Is it? <laughs> no, it could have been. <laughs> he didn't have to double take. Yeah, he he knew. Yeah. He knew right from the moment he saw it. Yeah, so anyway, MMA, uh, I found MMA, and Lost. then there was one of the, you know, high, it's a, a difficult sport, to, especially with, you know, ground and, and stand up. So it is the ultimate in combat sports, and I yeah. uh, actually love it. It's uh, I don't like training, as you can probably see, but. Um, Fighting is something I love. It's uh, as you know, as a fighter, as as a fighter, you know, there's a, as a fighter's there's, there's, friend. There's, there's a lot of it's, a, it's, it's far better than drugs, and you'll get nothing like it out of drugs yeah. apart from fighting. Fighting is uh, something special, and 
you know, only those in the fighters club can understand this. So and it's, it's a drug that I'm been chasing for myself as a drug. I've been chasing for years, and I keep doing it all the time. I mean, after even if I, after I get smashed and beat up for a living, is like the funny thing about it is like you stand there, and go, oh shucks, I get depressed as soon as I if I'm the winner or loser. If I'm the loser, I got be- I got fucked up. Yeah. And yeah. if I if I won, I feel a bit depressed because I'm like, oh fuck, am I gonna do that shit again? <laughs> yeah. yeah, fucking straight away. You know, I'll do it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's 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 a passion and a drug. It's something I love to do and um. And I'll continue it till I till I can't fight no more. So I think I think I got three fights left with UFC, and then I probably fight three more times after that. Then I retire, God willing. If I'm not injured, then that's me. Then yeah. Shit. And see, there's my, there's my a lot career. of guys in the sport that you know they say that, and and they're really fighting for the money. They're really fighting oh, for, for the adrenaline, whatever look. it is. But I, I truly believe when I talk to you and when I've trained with you and and been with you in your in your fights and camps and stuff. You just genuinely want to fight as long as you Look, man. possibly can, and that's legitimately don't, what it is. It's not about the money. It's not about the the adrenaline when you walk out. It's it. It's you, like sta- you know, when I started, it was about the money. Yeah, it was all about the money. I, if I started because I wanted a better life. Yeah, of course. And fighting gave me that outlet. I wasn't good at school. I wagged most of it. I left school, and I like fighting was my outlet. You know, it was you know, and um, when I started, it was about money. Yeah. You know, now it's about. Um, leaving a legacy and it might not be in fighting that my legacy stands but um yeah. you know i know that i've danced with some of the best fighters on the planet absolutely you know i know a lot of them now you know my fight's different now that i know a lot of them were on the on the, on the steroids is different so you know but at least i can sit here and look in the mirror and say when i'm done with my career you know i i did not do that shit to, to get where i am yeah you know i paid my paved my way mark has paved his way with his blood and sweat you know he's built his foundation really strong so you know, people's careers don't come, you know, last that long. But mine's been been a long time coming, and you know, um, lots of people know who I am nowadays. Only because UFC's made it mainstream. You know, that's yep. that's the difference here. So, but they don't know me. They only know me in UFC. I've been fighting for way way before that. Yeah. You know, you know, I built my, you know, ten years of working in Japan as a prize fighter. So it started as about money, but uh, not now. Yeah. Now it's about uh, trying to be the best in a different sport. You know, I, I was a kickboxer for this. Right, this right. is a different sport to me. So trying to be the best fighter in the world at, um, in MMA is, is another dream and goal of mine. And, and I'm chasing that dream still to this day. So, right. um, you know, people, a lot of people say to me, oh, when are you going to retire? Are you too old? Man, shut up, man. I listen to you fuckers, man. If I listened to you fuckers, I wouldn't even be here, man. You know, yeah. all these these haters and these dadas say this and that about me. But... I'm still knocking out fools that half my age. You know, yeah. Why should I quit? I ain't cheating like these guys. And, they, and these guys are cheating. Yeah. <laughs> fuck them, man. <laughs> oh, fuck them all. <laughs> yeah, no. That's definitely one thing I've respected about you. You've been an advocate against steroids. And, and I'll give you respect for that because I've been clean my whole career as well. Everyone at AK, you know, no one's, really pe- or no one's tested positive that's even trained there that I know of. But, um, you know, that, that's, it's a bad message, I think, that's being sent to the youth now when they see fighters that are testing positive and getting away with it up until now, it's getting a little stricter with USADA. But before that, I mean, we have guys coming to AK Thailand and they're asking me where to get steroids. And I'm like, bro, no, these guys are like 19, 20 yeah. years old. I'm like, you they, don't need they, they, steroids. I've never taken steroids my whole career. I've never been a champion. Where are they getting it from? You've had way more where, success, but you've never taken steroids too. Where, where have they getting this? Where but they it sends, this a bad, it sends a bad image right. and a bad message. I'm getting emails. It's good. Like, how can people email me it's good about that we're, steroids? We're, we're standing up like this. Yeah, no, right, you're that, right. How's that fucking possible? But in this part of the world, right, it's a normal thing that they think that you have to take steroids to be at the top because they see these well, guys popping well, well, and then they just get right back in the UFC and fight again. So well, they're like, well, well, look, their champions are making millions of dollars. Even if I get popped, I'll yeah, fight again. Let's risk it. Look right. at these look at these fuckers. You got, you know, 
John Jones, for instance. Yeah. That guy is the best fighter, one of the best fighters in the world. Yeah. But he's a cheater. Mm. You know, you take a, a group of kids, to, you know, like I said, a group of kids and the teacher go to us. They're going to see one of the, the best light heavyweight fighters in the world. Oh, let's go to that Winklewise gym. Oh, where's John Jones? Oh, there he is. He's on the other ground, the kids say. To the teacher, the teacher says, and the kids go to the teacher. What's he doing in the, under the octagon, teacher? The teacher goes, um, he's hiding. The kids say, <laughs> what's he hiding from, teacher? Teacher says, um, that man above there. Teach other kids go, who's that man? Oh, it's, that man's name is Usara. <laughs> <laughs> there is no legitimacy to that shit, man. Why would you want to? You know, I mean, that's just a joke. That's a joke. It takes for me. It takes an average fighter to above average, so they can hang with the elite. I don't give a shit whether you have done anything with your career. One, this world title is just like Alistair Everman, just like Brock Lesnar. You're all a pack of freaking dog cheats. That's all you are. Nothing else. Yeah, and the thing is, I want to say this because this never gets said. Like you speak out against steroid users and call them wrong or whatever, and and it is what it is. But I think something that these guys don't don't hear, like the kids is that here's the thing i've been around a lot of guys that's taken steroids through their career and it's not necessarily uh you could get caught you could get in trouble but when these guys have to get off of steroids they're not the same person so all of a sudden these people that are supernatural and, and beating all these guys and doing so good they plummet to nothing they plummet to like they're and, insecure they and can't so train they should, and so they should be right but i'm just saying you're for these kids they think they can take steroids up until they get to UFC level or up until a level when you test, then I'll just get off of it. I'll be fine. You won't. You won't be fine because you're going to be insecure. You're going to have hormonal problems. You're going to have all these issues that are going to actually make you a worse fighter. And I've seen guys with a lot of talent take steroids and it ruined their life before they ever even got tested and ever even got banned and ever even had to deal with USADA. So just overall, it's such a bad thing. And I, and I think the fact that cracking down on it is really good. And uh, I, I think you're leading, I think leading, leading the forefront on that, which is which is positive for these these kids especially. Is, uh, I, well, I mean, it, it just sends a huge message, bad message out, and and the guys that do come second place, third, fourth, fifth place, I mean, that that their you know their kids are supposed to benefit from, from their hard work, right? But they lose out. These kids lose out from this money and all this sort of stuff because this guy in the front has cheated them of it, right? I look at it from that sort of aspect like like that uh that cyclist lance armstrong he cheated so these guys down here yeah. their kids miss out and all these other guys kids, kids miss out on a, on a better lifestyle because this fuck would here cheated to get to the top right and they can't follow that path you know it's just it's one of those things i look at you know it's just it's just shit they just they, you know they need to be uh punished hardly harshly and uh you know so how do you think now with the new USADA coming in and, and the crackdown and, and how much it's changed since UFC 189, I, I do think how, how do you feel that it, it is, is doing? Is it doing a, a good job or do you think that it's causing maybe more problems considering there's a lot of guys that are testing positive that aren't necessarily or may not be necessarily taking steroids. So there's like watch your supplements, watch your diet, watch your food. How do you think overall that it's going now with this new crackdown? I think the penalties should be enforced. There's yeah. penalties there, but they, they're not really enforcing them. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not enforcing them to, to make them think twice about it. Guys nowadays, like that full Brock Lesnar that I fought, he, 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 he well, he's a fucking idiot. Well, I, not, not right now. I'm the idiot right now, but he's the one that, that's a loser in the end because, you know, he's the one that cheated. He's the one, at the end of the day, he, he weighed up the, the options, right? He goes, I'm going to fight this fight. I'll probably make about $15, $20 million. I'll get caught. I'll probably have to pay $250,000 or, or uh, $500,000, whatever it is, and I'll walk away. You know what? What's he's back again already? 
So now the two fucking biggest cheaters in the world are going to fight. Ha, <laughs> oh, fuck. That's gonna yeah, be I heard. So John Jones now and, yeah, and Brock Lesnar. What do you think about that fight? Ah, oh, it's a joke. I don't waste my money watching two cheaters fight. Why would I? They're cheaters in the end. That's basically they're all there. They'll get, they should get nothing. I used to respect John Jones before this. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of the fighters, but I don't respect them after this. When you get caught for doping, and you got caught for the same dope as Lesnar, that you shouldn't, you know what I mean? He's not a martial artist. None of them are. You get no respect for me. None. So you're not picking a winner in that fight. You're just not going to watch it. <laughs> That's what you're trying oh, fuck to you. I wouldn't want to waste my fucking time watching that So shit. let me ask you this. I've heard the <laughs> other side of the story. And this is way outside the lines. It's never going to happen. It's a hypothetical situation. What if there was an organization where everything was possible and like fighters could take steroids and they could dope themselves up and just be superhuman what? Goliath warlocks? Because I'd watch that just to watch it because now it's like fighting versus this. science versus whatever. It's an even playing field. And it's different. But when we fight, you know, I'm clean, you're clean. We're fighting a guy that's seven times the normal level of testosterone, yeah. and he's punching you in the face. That can kill you. If, if, you at know the what least, that is? it's killing brain cells, you right? You know what that is? That's a lawsuit. Right. So, <laughs> right that's what that fucker is. That's a lawsuit. <laughs> but, aside Sorry. From that, but aside from that, if there was an organization, I mean, do you think it would be entertaining to be, like, on an even plane? No, no to be honest, people say to me, oh, Mark, you, you knew in Pride, and you knew in this one. No, I didn't know. I don't know. I come in green. I how the, how the fuck I know what these guys are taking. Right. But if they're gonna make rules and say options, well, well, let's all do it. Well, then it's fine. If I sign the, the contract lines and dotted lines, then I know what I'm getting into. Right. I know what this is about. I know he's cheating, so I'm gonna go and jack myself to be just as crazy as motherfucker kills him. So you know, you, yeah. you, you you'll be expecting someone to die there. So that's what it is. So if along those lines, then you'll understand. Is okay. I know. I knew what I was getting into. Okay. Not now. And for the sports fans in general that are watching this, I mean, there's a big difference when you're watching baseball players and football players that are taking steroids and you're talking about a guy like Mark Hunt who fought yeah. against guys who are higher levels of testosterone. It's dangerous, like I just said. So, I mean, that's why you're so passionate and that's why other people are so passionate about it because it affects your health. It affects your long-term living, right? The way you operate for the rest of your life. You have permanent damage. You can have permanent Listen, damage man. if you fight a guy that's a superhuman person. Right? Look, dude, I, I broke my hand right there from that Bigfoot fight, man. I spent a year without an income. Yeah. One year, I might not be much, but a year without working because I was injured. And I watched Bigfoot fight before me. Yeah. You know how hard that was to watch? And then someone said to me, oh, Mark, every time someone brings up that fight, it, it, it really makes me feel like down. I was like, oh, man, fuck that. Was a, you know, that was a hard, hard fight. Uh, I nearly died. Could have got that guy. And, you know, and, and, and he cheated. As soon as he, someone mentions that fight, it just ruins it because it ruins that fight because he cheated. Yeah. And, you know, cheating is nothing to be proud of. I mean, that's, that's, that's the wrong message. It's not, uh, we don't, you know, we don't allow that in society. Why we allow that, especially in fighting? Fighting is, is you know, fighting is, you're hurting people. Right. So you think overall that USADA's trying to fix They're trying. I mean, they've got Jeff Nowitzki there. Yeah, he's the, yeah. he's the, the, you know, the vice president of the health and safety. He's, he's mm-hmm. the one that called, uh, yep. um, what's that? Lance Armstrong, Marion Jones, Barry Barnes, all, Bonds, them, all yeah. those dickies. He called all those guys. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah. that's all they are. No, no. You I, know, you know, man. You know, I mean, end of the day, man, this guy is done this he's hit so many baseballs he's rode he won seven triathlon marion jones the fastest woman in the world you know but answer this question i've never popped is he a cheat yes he's a cheat okay struck him strike him like in the, in the olympics they struck their names off they take all this shit off them they take everything from their finances yeah, right. everything why the fuck don't they do it in our sport yeah 
Yeah, they're trying to crack down more, but you're right, yeah. Absolutely. They're not punishing hard enough. I don't think they're not enforcing the, the laws. I think if you get caught, caught once, it depends on what it is. The next one should be a life ban because they could take someone's eye out, take someone's life. So a shitload next, of lawsuits coming. That was my next question. What do you think would be the ideal situation for, like, punishment? Well, first for, off, first, take first their time. money. Take the money, right? That's one thing. People fight for money. Could have been Well, it depends on what it is. I mean... I mean, take away all their financial gain because that's all that's all the fighters want. So they lose want everything stuff. for the fight, basically. Well, you can't do a fight camp without fight money. Yeah. Can you? No. You take away their, their financial gain, that's where you start. Mm -hmm. People say, well, people have been doing it for years. But, well, you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. Take away their monetary gains. Right. Take that away and see what happens. A lot more will think twice about it because they're not getting the, you know, the, the rules from it. People say... I've heard a lot, too. A lot of young fighters say, oh, I love to... I love to... I'll, do, I'll be in the UFC. I'll do this for nothing. When they're in the UFC... Then after a while, when they're getting their head punched in, you know, yeah. by, by crazy people, like, giving them a good hiding and shit, they're like, oh, do I get my money now? What money? You said you'll do it for free. Motherfucker, what money? <laughs> you know, yeah. shit. Anyway, that's my take. That's, that's mm. how I think about it. And it took me a while to understand what I, was, what I was looking at before I understood. I mean, I'll fight anyone anywhere. Right. You know, even, in, even, in a, even in a barn, somebody, you know, underwater, I'll do whatever. But Bangla Stadium? Bangla Stadium, you know. <laughs> In a, in, a, in a Thai jail, someone that's whacking off, I'll beat them up. No, I'm just, but, you know, I, I, I fight anywhere at a certain time for, for, for wow. things. But uh, so long as I know the, what the parameters are. Right, right, of course. You know? <clears throat> and so, knowing now that it's not, a, not, it's not an even playing field, I understand this now. And it took a while. It took a broken hand. Uh, my memory is not too well anymore because, you know, getting cracked in the head by all these, these overgrown apes or monkeys is what I call them. And um, and I'm not racist, you know. That's just that's just the way things are. That's the way I look at it. So you know, I I just despise these guys and they do it now. You know, they cheated to get to where they are. They don't, they don't deserve a cent. So take away all their financial gains, give it to the guy that isn't cheating. Yeah. You know, that's the first deterrent. Right. The next one is ban him for life. Don't fight ever again. Well, they do that in wrestling. You know, they did they they do that in the Olympics. So why aren't they doing it in the sport? Yeah. Is there a reason why they're doing the sport? It's entertainment. And yeah, money. they don't make money off the Olympic. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Betting. They're going to pay to see Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's money. I mean, it's entertainment, obviously. But speaking of that, so judging from your career where you started, I mean, you started at the beginning and the money was low, but... There was no end, like I said. I started when there was no mixed martial arts. I started yeah, right. when kickboxing was at... at um, you know, in 2002, I was asked to fight a guy named Fujita. Yeah. And I was like this because I used to watch Dragon Ball Z, and I said Vegeta. No, I'm, I'm Goku. I like Goku. Who's Vegeta? But he was an actual person. He was an. He was an no actual, idea what you're talking you know about. who he is. Yeah, so he's an actual person. He said I, I do a fight uh, for two hundred thousand dollars with this guy. And I was like, oh, okay, why not? Yeah. Didn't know what it was about. But uh, then I, you know, when I actually started doing like jujitsu, and I actually realized it was it's not, it's not easy. Yeah. You know, and I. As soon as I understood that, I, I respected what it was about. Then I had to start trying to learn it. It's, it's not easy. Ground is, is really hard. So coming from those <clears> days, because you were from the you were one of the pioneers in the beginning, to now how how it just sold for four point two billion. The UFC, one of the largest a lot of money. purchases in sports franchise history, and then now you got the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. What's your take on just the rise of the sport in general and and what it's become and and, and the changes like the ups and the downs of it. Since well, you've been there since the beginning, and you're still fighting, you're top ten now. You know, it's still yeah. it's amazing. You can see it. It's it's amazing how. I mean, back then they were saying, you know, I started promoting my own shows in Australia to help the locals get in to to Pride. You know, um, 
there was I was using my money to do shows. There was a lot of things ha- happening about the sport, how it's growing. You know, seven years ago, I think you, you know, the highest paid fighter in the world, you know, Mayweather. Yeah. You would never have even known McGregor's name. Right. If you'd ask him to put a fight to you, he'd be like, Connor who? Right. That's how far you know the sport's grown. Yeah. Because you're talking about Conor McGregor and everyone knows him. And he's like the, I mean, and, maybe and not the betting favorite, but he's like the favorite and the most popular, I guess you should say, fighter after four years of his career, basically. From I, if I was going to make a bet, I'd put my money on Conor because you never get, you you put money on Mayweather, you wouldn't get it back. Right, of course. At least Conor, you put money, you get it back. I mean, shucks, that's how far the sport's grown. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's it's amazing what is uh, how far the sport's grown, and I think it's it's great for the sport. Yeah, so you're happy to see how big it's gotten, basically. Well, of course. I mean, with UFC, that's that's who's done it. You know, mainstreaming it. They've taken. They're gonna look. The fight I think is coming soon in August or something, and you got a guy that's have zero boxing fights. Yeah. Fighting the guy that's undefeated, the best boxer in the on the the planet. It's like, how did that happen? And it's like not even a joke. I mean, like it's, it's how the fuck did that happen? It's happening, and people are going to watch it. Highest, and they're going to be there. Highest yeah. paid f- uh, fight ever in history. How does it happen? Well, you can thank UFC for making that because yeah. because of, if it wasn't for them, they kind of wouldn't have come through. Absolutely, that's how they you know. And you got to th- and that's how far the sport has grown. We talk about the sport growing now. That's how much is growing from when I was watching it from the the early the the Gracie Gracie the family days. Yep. To pride till now. Absolutely. It's amazing. So it's great to see, and I actually I applaud uh, Connor and for making the coin and and all those guys because I mean uh, they, they got us the, the MMA fighters have got to start getting the good coin that's going to look after them. I yep. mean that's what they deserve mm-hmm. right now. I mean four point two billion or whatever the, the fuck it is. Some of these UFC fighters should be getting some good coin. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> that's and, all I know. That's all I know. That's how far I think the sport is growing. You know, and and Connor's at the top of that wave with his his little beard and his little surfboard and he's running them all over yeah. <laughs> that's the shit that's what i'm talking about that's what that's why i so good and i'm with you surfboard. on that too like like with connor and floyd like he's like, got the he's got the money surfboard and he's like yeah, yeah. motherfuckers give me that shit <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is with connor too like i mean i i think everyone has to say floyd's gonna have the advantage okay i mean you have to live under a rock to not think floyd has the advantage in a boxing ring but yeah. I am hoping Conor does win this fight. I mean, I'll go on record in saying that. I do hope he wins. Yeah. And I think he, he should be looked upon as inspiration because, I mean, a guy who's... Everyone can say, oh, I'll take an ass beating for $100 million or whatever. <laughs> He's stepping up and fighting the best fighter in the world. And, and, and just the pressure of that going out there, man... That's credible. That's credible. And the fact that he's put himself in that position, that's credible. That's the fact correct. that he's a two-time division champion at the same time is credible. So he's an inspiration in the fact that, like he said during the, the press tour, you know, four years ago he was fighting in England at, at a venue with 500 people. Now he's in the greatest fight in the world ever, four years later. So if that's not inspirational to people, nothing is. I mean, this is a guy that was hanging on Chuck Liddell taking photos, being a fanboy, yep. and now he's the number one fighter most in talked about famous fighter in the world, in the world yeah. that should be inspiration to people and he's clean he's never yeah. popped you know what yeah. i mean so it's like that's the one he should be an inspiration so you know i like both fighters i have all the respect in the world for floyd he's an amazing boxer he definitely is i differ when they call themselves fighters because i think a real fighter is an all-around fighter like a mixed martial artist mm. um connor's obviously the better fighter but i am pulling for, for uh, conor mcgregor in this fight and and i hope he gets the upset because man can you just imagine What's going to happen after that if he wins his fight? Hey, I'm I mean, putting that, my you, money you on want Connor. news. You want you want news. You want like <laughs> shock. You want entertainment. Put Connor's hands up at the end of that fight and watch what happens after that. It's going to be madness. It'll it's be chaos. Blow up. 
the TV will blow up right now. It's gonna blow up now. Yeah, I'll put my money on for sure. Of It'll course. be the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like a natural disaster or something. It'd be it'd be it'd be <clears throat> insane. So, absolutely. So so what's next for you? Um, is there anything that you can that you can talk about yet, or is it just uh, in the air? Like what, what are you? Me, just what gonna, are you looking forward to next? Fighting next, finishing off my career with the UFC, and then moving on. You know, I've got three fights left. Um, so. Well, you're number six ranked in the UFC right now, but the, well, I'm uh, the best fighter in the world in my a, mind. A couple of guys ahead of you. <laughs> I fucking mind. I'm the I'm the I'm, I'm the bees knees. I'm the I'm the best. So, on on record, I'm number six. But you know, yeah. And this so you're great up there. mind of mine. <laughs> in this great mind of mine. But do I'm you have one. your eyes set on anybody? That is there anybody that you'd like like to fight? I mean, do you want to fight Brock Lesnar clean again and beat him up, or do you? Is there anyone I, that you want to fight again, or, I, or fight like, in general? I'd like to 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 fight Brock Lesnar again with a closing. Just so I can crack him in the head once, you know. That's all yeah. I want. <laughs> but um, and other than that, he's he's not even wasting time fighting. But you know, I like to fight the champ again, Stipe, another guy at him. Yeah. I like to fight uh, Fabricio. I like to fight all the top guys. You know, I want the guys above me because that's the only way to get it about to yeah. fight the guys above you. You know, I mean, I took this fight. Oh, well, I don't know if they've announced you, but anyway. No, don't don't say anything. So man. you know, I like to fight. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, so we I know like your guys now. Yeah. We just don't know who. All right. So I, I like to fight the guys above me uh, to try and get closer to their title because at, at the end of the day, it's my main goal to be the numero man in the world. So you know, I like another cracker, Stipe for sure. He got me the first time, but um, I don't. I'm, I can I can guarantee it won't happen the same thing at the same time again. Right. <clears throat> right. I mean, that's good that you you definitely got your uh, your eyes set, and so you you sound like you're definitely going for the belt. Like it's not just fights. Well, I've got three fights left. So I can close. do it. I can yeah. do it. I'm number six. You know, if I win another guy, I mean, it's only it's three fights left. I can get a shot at this title if I if I dedicate myself and and uh, I can beat anyone in the world. I'm the greatest fighter in the world. That's how I feel. Yeah, I always have. I just got to prove it now. <laughs> so as as you usually put it, if you knock the lips off your next opponent, which we don't know, obviously it hasn't been announced yet. Is that going to put you pretty close? I mean, can you make a point by, by knocking by knocking this guy out and, and well, get yourself higher up in the... Well, I don't know if it takes me higher, but a win always is going to put you closer. You know, you can't, uh, you know, you just can't lose fights and not get up. So, yeah. I mean, any fight I do, I, uh, you know, a win is good. So that's all I'm looking at. And, um, you know, I couldn't get Fabrizio in Japan or in Sydney, but, uh, you know, I got someone else. So I'm looking forward to that. And, um, you know, getting getting these these fights done. And getting closer to, the, to their belt. <laughs> I hear you. And so, what about speaking of the belt? What about uh, Robert Whitaker? Is a guy that I really, really like. He's a good guy. He's just a. Amazing he looks fire. like just a the kid next door. Super nice guy. He just beat a warlock-looking guy in, in Yell Romero. That guy is just a freak of nature that everyone should be afraid of. He's a, he's a cheater too, isn't he? <laughs> didn't say that, but yeah, I knew that was coming. He got, he got, he got, he got plugged, didn't he? Yeah, I think okay. he did. I think he did. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think he did. But how is the uh, reception in Australia? Like, like, how are they taking to Robert Whitaker bringing that belt back? I think it's, he's got. He's the first person that's going to get a world title shot. You know, he probably be the. I don't. I think he, he he can be the best fighter in the world. You know, I mean, he's a great fighter. He's a good kid. I mean, that fight that he had with Romero was freaking sick. I mean, he got injured in that leg and he still came back and won it. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean. He's a talented kid, that kid. He's going to be the next world champion, too. So, yeah. It's, it's good news. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see him having the success he has. I've met him a few times and good he, kid, seems, yeah. he seems really nice. So, yeah. And uh, so, going back to uh, your stories and, 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 and Thailand in general, anything else you want to share with the, uh, the fans watching? Yes. No drinking and driving. Yeah, we got that. Say no to drugs, <laughs> especially steroids. Say no to drugs on the street. 
And uh, no buying any shit off any undercover policemen on Bangalore Road. No fucking the lady boys. No, I'm just like, <laughs> if you're if you're training here for fighting, just stay Friday, away no. from Bangla Road. <laughs> we'll just we'll go ahead and say that. Just stay away from Bangla Road. If, yeah, and no, I come here. Fuck no, go. If you're, if you're with Mark, he'll take you. Go. He runs the tour every month or Friday and Saturday night. He runs the Thai jail tour. So if you want to get yeah. a jail, you know all you got to do. I mean, come here to train, dedicate yourself, and you know this is the place, best place to train. Lose weight, aka Thailand. You know Tiger Road. You got all the best spots. You got everyone training here, so you know you can't miss out. Um, especially partying too. So, but I good place. Know. One of the best places to train I've been to. Um, that's why I'm back here again to Thailand because you can sweat a lot and um, yeah. And we're gonna get you in that airdyne room challenging uh, Mark here. <laughs> he's looking at me. He's, it's he's on because he, he's really? tired of you spelling his name with a K. I know you're doing it on purpose. Now. <laughs> yeah, I saw that because <laughs> his hey, name spelled with a C. Hey, so he's getting he's getting tired, but he can't do nothing. You're I'm Mark changing. Hunt, so I'm, what can he do? I'm you changing know? now since he's, he's helped me out with a bit of info. It was, it was, it was, appreciate that, man. Would have been well, when I get that oh, uh, fifty thousand, I missed this. What no, did you do? Yeah, I helped him out on some information. Oh, I would have okay. been in the hole if I didn't. Like, what yeah. the? Yeah. Look at you doing some good. <laughs> well, so so when I do get my fight, you're gonna come back and help me train. Of course, I'll come and help you. I'll come and I'll come. Can I do? Can I come corner? Absolutely. Oh, we we just had Chuck Liddell here, and he was me and Chuck were in uh, PP Island, and we were cornering guys we didn't even know because we <laughs> that's, it, that's it. We were betting. We were betting on tourists who were fighting at a club. <laughs> I, I shit you not. Uh, There's a place in. Uh, Pee that's only two hours off the coast of Phuket. It's called Reggae Bar. And they just literally have a ring set up. Have you been there before yet or? Oh, no. I've you heard these been. stories though. Okay, we got to take you. We got to take you before hey, it gets man. too close to your fight. Hey, man. Yeah. Not to fight, I, but you got to come I've on. heard these stories. Yeah, man. Make sure you guys get insurance when you come out here too. Yeah. Life insurance. <laughs> but yeah, these guys, so what they do is they just have tourists get up and the tourists can come in there and fight for a bucket of beer. So they're drunk already anyway. Oh, There's my first fight. And so <laughs> me, and, me and Chuck were just betting on tourists. And you know he's trying to pay off the. He cheated. He, <laughs> he didn't take steroids or nothing like that. But he, che- he cheated. He was cheat. He was paying off like the refs and like trying to win against me. And we were doing on live feeds and everything. <laughs> and uh, he was cornering these guys. He was cornering a guy, and I was cornering a guy. And these guys were just like tourists, and and they're drunk, smoking cigarettes in between the rounds, and they had no idea Sounds what was familiar. going on. That's it good. was incredible. That's the, it, it was, it was incredible, right? Like people were just like freaking out that Chuck Liddell's cornering them. Like two minutes earlier, he was like half naked on the beach doing like the limbo with <laughs> the fire starters and all those fire dancers and they're Chuck- more exciting anyway, the no fans. no i'm talking about the, the guy oh, that was the- fighting and now he's in a ring fighting and chuck liddell's in his corner like you never know what's going to happen yeah here. thailand's so <laughs> yeah that would be great if you could corner mike and his uh, mike mark and his first uh ass beating in uh, bangla stadium well hopefully get some subscribers and uh what do you like a hundred thousand subscribers and then- man as many as we can get so we'll be well, i'll get a hold of my management team i'll see if you can come down yeah. corner me yeah yeah, if we, get, uh, if we get a thousand or two thousand oh, subscribers. We'll try to get this. Not only subscribers, buddy. We got to uh, the comment of the week. We got to give. Oh yeah, real to, fast. We definitely got some. We uh, give away uh, training. Oh wow! Once a week nice. to everybody. So what we do is every single episode of the podcast. You want to read them? What we we have comments on uh, on the YouTube channel. Whoever leaves comments on YouTube, we give away a training package, AK Thailand, to our favorite comment. It could be negative. Now, in the last episode, if you haven't watched it yet, please watch it. Episode number two. Mark actually got offended from the comment because the guy said he had too high of a level of estrogen in his body. So he actually gave away the free training to AK Fuck Thailand. Fuck you, Ken. 
He gave away the free training just so Ken could come so he could beat him up. So oh, nice. I like that. It was one of those, That's you're welcome to come train today. <laughs> and I extended, I'm going to fuck you up. I extended Except it for two he's weeks. never fought. That's the problem. Oh, wow. He's supposed to get a week. I extended for two. And I let him, he can stay here. I don't give a shit. I'll pay for his <laughs> you gotta fight. You got to tie him up. Oh, fuck but this kid he just forgot. He, he just forgot he doesn't know how to fight. So you got to beat up the trolls. And Ken's going <laughs> to kick his ass. That's, that's well, how at, that's going to Look I got my corner now. <laughs> so I want to I go ahead and uh, announce the winner of the this pot, I guess this episode. And I want to. It goes to Riley McCormick, um, and he said, "Good episode. Been a big fan of Mike Swick and following AK Thailand since the startup. Love when Mike came to Mosul, Iraq in 2010 on the USO tour. I plan to come to AK Thailand at some point without winning a trip there just to train with you guys. Seems like a great place and a great atmosphere. I'll definitely be there." And then he kind of uh, he, he said he would defend you against Ken if if you needed some help, which is <laughs> really nice of him. So considering the fact I have uh, a very big respect for our servicemen that they're serving overseas, I'm not a fan of, of war per se, but definitely those guys that are over there fighting, that are, that are trying to make the best of themselves. Uh, I've done a lot of overseas tours in many different countries, including Iraq, Afghanistan, Djibouti, all over. And I, I'm sure I met this guy, Riley McCormick. So Riley McCormick, you are coming to AKA Thailand on us. And Riley McCormick, you're it. We're going <laughs> to give you a very nice training package. So if you can, what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll comment on the YouTube channel for this episode, or I'm sorry, the previous episode, and uh, if you could just hit us back on Facebook to prove yourself and validate yourself at the, uh, the, a- the AKA Facebook at the AKA yeah. Thailand Facebook, we will get that training package set up for you. You gotta tell them to send uh, you know pictures like you got of me, <coughs> nudes. To say who you are, who's it? This is me. To uh, the AK Thailand Facebook as well, because Mark sent it to. uh, I don't want to see that shit. To Mark with a K over here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) By the way, he answers the Facebook messages, so feel free to just fill that inbox full of whatever you want. Thanks, man. This is my. I know you wanted to read some of these comments, so I don't know which ones you wanted to read. Yeah, well, uh, this you might have had a positive one in here. No, well, did I? Well, Nathan. Yeah, go ahead. I just got fans everywhere, huh? <laughs> so uh, Nathan says, another good episode. This is where he should have stopped. Because <laughs> he's wrong from here on out. Almost feel sorry for Mark. <laughs> Dick. You can see the fear in his eyes and change of body language every time Ken Carenti's name is mentioned. <laughs> we had a thing, too. I know, oh. Hold up. Ken, the <laughs> Andaman ass kicker. He I gave him a nickname. Oh, I don't oh, want to give Ken any fucking credit. So. He gave him a nickname, the Andaman ass kicker. The Andaman Ocean is, is next to us here. So that was very clever. So don't forget that. So who you got in a fight? Because the second one just came out. I don't think you've seen it. You're on the, fl- on the plane. Or I'm sure you would have watched it. Um, <laughs> you got in a fight. Steven Seagal or Sylvester Stallone? In their prime. In their prime. Who would have won? Uh, it's got to be, uh, I'll have uh, Steven Seagal. All right. For your information, Stallone beats Seagal one-on-one. Obviously, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. Uh, with hands only, Seagal wins if any weapons or guns are allowed. Dumb. That was my point. Jean-Claude Van Damme beats both of these up. Come on, dude. It gets better. And then Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, yeah. Well, it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> he can beat them all, and then Chuck Norris wipes his ass with the left Chuck arms. Norris is the man. You can't, you can't argue Chuck with Norris. that. Chuck Norris wins hands down. <laughs> So I'd say the first sentence and the last sentence, good. Everything else didn't suit with yeah. Mark so well. Nathan and Ken. So Nathan didn't win the training package yet. No. But um, but Nathan's been to AKA. I do remember the name, I think. So so he knows you. And he's so welcome back. Shit. Well, that's probably, that's probably not what happened. <clears throat> okay, so I'll go ahead and read. Uh, we have one from uh, Captain Mimo. Uh, he, he basically said, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of interesting fighters from all over the world that come to AKA Thailand and Phuket to train. We'd love to hear their stories and have them on the podcast to share their experiences. 
um, and to know their personalities. So to Captain Mimo, here's Mark Hunt, who is a fighter who came to Phuket, and he's on our podcast. So we kind of answer your question without even knowing it. You, you, <laughs> you got your fighter here who's got to share some of his experiences here in Phuket. Um, we're going to have a lot of fighters uh, coming in here from AK Thailand that are training at, at, at my gym, and a lot of our trainers are going to come in here, and we're going to start going over like training uh, programs and, and things that we're doing there just to kind of brief you guys on how, how that is and, and what we do at, at the gym. So that well, I would be, like to end coming up. with one. I actually got a positive comment. <laughs> oh, you did. And I want you to read the very bottom one. This just makes me feel better. You'll read the first positive comment. From <laughs> it's me. from Pam Alexander. Team Seagal, we've got your corner, Mark. Make this fight happen. I, I got a promise from Robert Alexander. If you get a fight, he promises he will be there. The last promise I, I got was 16 years ago, and it was a part of our vows. No big deal. Oh, wow. So this couple's going to fly cool. to Thailand mm -hmm. to come watch me fight. Right. Mm -hmm. Another reason for you nice. guys to, uh, to subscribe to the channel. Yep. Yeah, make Pam and Robert's dream come true. <laughs> Since their marriage 16 years ago. That and nice. we got a lot of other good comments, guys. Um, so please leave comments on the YouTube channel. Um, we are on iTunes and SoundCloud right now, so you can actually just download these episodes, but you have to watch them. I mean, you can't see uh, Mark Hunt's action. And when I say action, I mean action figure. Mm -hmm. If it's, you're listening to iTunes or SoundCloud. It's a lot, it's a lot better than I. I that's just, just, just for the record, they underestimated you yeah. on, on the package, right? Exactly. Okay. Totally underestimated. Is it cold in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> they got it all wrong. Totally wrong. Because we're wondering why it was only $4 totally to print. You like, well, <laughs> why is it only 4 bucks? And they're like, yeah. well, it wasn't so much to print. So we're like, okay. You got it totally wrong. Uh, definitely tune in to the YouTube, whether you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, so you can see us in action, see Mark Hunt in person, that beautiful smile. He's knocked a lot of lips off <laughs> and looks great. And, uh, yeah, so now we have three platforms our podcast is growing. We're very, very happy to have you here on our third episode. Yes. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate yeah. the time. You guys are amazing. So subscribe to the channel. Get this guy choked out and fighting in Bangalore. Well, we're going to have to have this done. Before. You're going to be there if, I'll be there. Uh, if I'm we get down. to the 1,000 subscribers. Down. No, but you're, here for, you're here for a while. So if, if we get to the 1,000 subscribers while you're still here, which should happen, hopefully, if you guys subscribe, like you're supposed subscribe. to Subscribe, yep. Then, you both try to choke Then out. you're going to be here no. when I choke him out, right? <laughs> I'll be here for sure. So you'll watch first. I'll be here filming live again. We there we go. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> so guys, if we, if we get a thousand subscribers on YouTube, which should happen soon, come on, guys. Uh, I will choke out Mark Bogutsky live on on Facebook, and we'll put on the podcast. And Mark will be here as, as, as to he, talk shit. You know, are you gonna actually fight him off, or is he gonna just no? Just and there's no it? tapping. We can't fight me off. We've done went through that. If you listen to episode number two, you'll you'll hear about how I kicked his ass. It, you're gonna let him just check you out. He I really don't have an option. I tried to fight it before, and it. You're gonna just well, bitch like, out. But every other sport, I can. And let him just walk and check you out. Oh my! What happened between us was what really happened in prison that he didn't tell you about. <laughs> Except I stopped. <laughs> he's this in his game. I stopped before that. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped. He was Burmese. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, you like that, you little bitch. And I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Too much blue movies, man. That's what it is. Wow. I'm okay. Okay. I think, <laughs> right, I think I'm done. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for Thank watching. You. Thanks for having me on, guys. And appreciate it. A Thank big you, shout out to Mark Hunt for coming yes. in here, being our first <laughs> studio guest. We really appreciate it, man. We're gonna have you on again before you leave. I'm sure. Yes, sir. We're definitely gonna be there for choking out of Mark Bogutsky and hopefully for his fight because that will be well worth it for anybody who wants to come to Thailand. I think it'll be on pay per view. <laughs> <at> <laughs> Pretty that point. sure it's not gonna be on pay per view, but. <laughs> 
All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for viewing, and we will see you next time. Mark, you want to close this out? Yeah, peace. Thanks for coming out. And uh, subscribe, guys, to the channel. We're going to get this guy choked out and fighting on Bangalore. That's what I want to see. Bangalore Road, this guy banging on with some drunks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Does anybody have me to win this shit?